there, Kim Wilde. You keep me hanging on here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. It's eight minutes past six o'clock. It's not quite PJ and Jim. I'm going to see if I can do this. Hang on a second. Let me just see. Um, PJ, are you there? Yeah. Right. <laughs> right, so this basically, ladies and gentlemen, is me talking to PJ on my phone, okay? So listen, so where are you at the moment? So the, I'll, I'll send Tara out. So you don't know the code to the door, no? No, I haven't used them so long. I've never come in the front door. I've never used them. The bloody bike broke out. I haven't come in the front door in years. Right, okay. Well, I'll send Tara out. I'll talk to you in a second, buddy. <laughs> right, so, so basically PJ's bike, motorbike, he couldn't get it started, so he had to cycle in. So he has arrived at the front door, but unfortunately doesn't know the code to let himself in. So it's <laughs> it's a good start. <laughs> it's a cracking start to a Thursday morning, it really is. Morning to you folks. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. 087-188-0008 if you want to give us a shout on WhatsApp. I better go and let him in, I suppose, to be fair. I hope he brought something nice with him. Better not show up empty-handed, I tell you. Yeah, the Spin Doctors and Two Princes here are Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim, and this time it is actually PJ and Jim. You're here, big man. Dear Lord. You made it. What an amazingly dramatic start to the day that's turned out to be. Oh, uh, can I just give you a, a little Holy taster Christ. of some of the uh, the selection of um, of what the nation is feeling at the moment oh. following, your, following your trials and tribulations? Uh, the Lily White is banana since we were playing Two Princes from the Spear, uh, Spin Doctors. <laughs> yeah. And he was on to say, um, uh, Two Princes, eh? Uh, one grew up to be the king and the other can't even get in his own front door. I tell you something. <laughs> I mean, I know that sounds ridiculous, but I will tell you this much. <gasps> I've not used that door in, I don't know, at least months. Absolutely. And, uh, it was, and, and I was otherwise traumatised. A flipping bike. I came down this morning. And the problem is, I put the bike all out in the road and everything before I start it. Yeah. You know, so it doesn't annoy the neighbours and that. And then it's just... <laughs> I don't, don't do this to me. <laughs> and of course, I gave me car away. So I've no other transport. So I was like, what am I going to so do? So you jumped on a bike. So well, I listen, pulled out the mountain bike and went for it. Well, I tell you, so uh, some of the other uh, selections... Um, uh, somebody saying you only left your bike in for service two weeks ago. I know. And it's... It's not working, that's not great. I won't mention the name of the company that did the service. <laughs> and I was out in it last night. Like, it was perfect until I went to bed yesterday. Uh, Dan in Cork says, Jim, don't let him in. He's a cyclist now. Yeah, I that's knew very, that was that. That's very true, actually. I have yeah. to say, I, 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 you know our feelings on cyclists on this show. I mean, technically, I don't know if I can speak to you again. Rights for cyclists. Get all the cars off the You're road. You're right, Dan. I may have to consider that. Um, uh, somebody else been on to say, uh, tip... <laughs> Typical Mayo lad, right late for work. God, they even got the Mayo one. Even in. got the Mayo in. And some people have an unbelievable elbow, isn't it? They really give you the dig when you. Well, hit it, kicking a man when he's locked out. Um, uh, Elf Terry's been on to say, oh my God. Wait till tomorrow, Jim. That's Friday the 13th. It, oh my <laughs> God. PJ should just stay in bed. I don't think I'm in tomorrow. I'm taking the day's holidays. Um, uh, also, uh, Margaret in from has been on to say, Jim. How come things like this never happen to you? Why? <laughs> like, why? Honestly, why is it always this way around? What uh, in the name of God? Oh, uh, my God, this is fantastic. You know I mean? did, did, did you check it for petrol? Somebody wants to know. I just did check it for petrol, you smarty pants. Of course I checked it for petrol. 
So literally, everything was going uh, swimmingly, and then you just you tried to start it, and nothing was kaput. And oh I was running God. perfectly last night. And did you do you have your own bike? Bicycle, like? Yeah. Oh, you have a few. Grand. You didn't steal one or anything? Or? No, no. Right. Now, I could do with a bit of air in the tyres. My God, some of them bumps hit me right in the hula hoop. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. And when's the last time you were actually on the cycle bike? Oh, gee. I don't know, man. It's when you were 12 or 14. Ah, or no, you stopped. <laughs> I was about... Let's. I don't know. I was probably entering my 40s, whereas now I'm halfway through them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, somebody's texted to say, oh, Jim, I bet he wishes he had your old car that, you were, that he was slagging yesterday. Oh, my God, they listen to everything. <laughs> oh, my God, don't they? Look, That's, yeah. So somebody else said the same. Oh, my God. Uh, what's all this But sure, it doesn't matter. Jim's old <laughs> car ran exactly the same power as my bike does. And also, somebody's been on to say, God, I'd say his jocks are all sweaty. He'll probably have to rob another pair now. Oh, my God! <laughs> Oh my! When you, they have, they is have, there any sympathy at all out they, there? They have literally managed to bring in everything. Everything: the mayo thing, the, the robbing the jocks. Just, the uh, only thing they haven't brought in is the old, um, you know, drying your hands what? <laughs> on an emergency. Well, thank you probably, God. You probably oh. stayed for that as well, did you? Despite Please. the fact that it was an emergency call out, you probably still went in and took your time drying your hands. Well, I did just dry my hands after the, after the episodes. I did, yeah. Oh, I tell you, so. Oh, God almighty. What a start of the day this is. That's been very entertaining. Right, now, obviously, we've, we've um, in, in sympathy with PJ, we've got to give him some time to gather himself. Uh, we'll kick the birthdays. Um, we'll kick the birthdays to the other side of the headlines. How about that? We'll do it after half idea. six. Yeah, thanks very much. Just give you a moment yeah, there. Yeah, I better go lick me wounds. Thanks very yeah. much for your support, you shower of upper bappers. <laughs> <laughs> so, because yeah, you'll need time, won't you, to find a pair of jocks to steal and all that sort of stuff. I, I'm not going to lie to you, Jim. It feels a bit like somebody squirted shower gel down the back of me trousers. Yeah, Britney Spears and Hit Me Baby one more time all night long from Lionel Richie just ahead of that. 28 minutes past six, waking up happy with PJ and Jim on this Thursday, 12th of November. Friday's Eve, of course. Uh, the eve of Friday the 13th. Indeed it, it is. It appears to have started a little bit earlier for PJ. Got off with a bang, didn't it? It certainly did. Friday's Eve, you're taking that to extremes, buddy. Yeah. He's had uh, a bit of a malfunction this morning. His motorbike let him down, wouldn't start for him. Then he finally got, he cycled in, complete with go-faster hair and everything. And um, and then didn't know the code to get in the door. I haven't got, I come coming in that door and God knows how long. I, I wouldn't know how to be doing it coming you're in You're starting to settle, though. You're starting to calm down. You get the coffee into you now. You're starting to kind of feel a bit I'm more... I'm all right now. A bit more human. I'm a little behind myself as far as, you know, mm. finding out what's going on in the world that's so we can talk right, about sure. it, but that's all right. Yeah. By the way, Kieran and Cork wanted me to play this for you in honour of your uh, in honor of your motorbike. There you go. Just to make you, you know, just to let you know, everybody's on your side, PJ. <laughs> you know the way I'm selling my car as well. If ever yeah. there's been second thoughts, you know. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I think these are all science. These are all symbols. Little, you know, little, I don't know, things from the universe or something telling you to think twice. About selling the car? Yeah. I mean, well, the irony of life, you know what I mean? Considering last night I was on telly driving a Tesla... And yesterday I was telling you I was selling my car. Yeah. And this morning I wake up, my bike farts into non-existence, and I'm cycling in with sweaty jeans, and then I got locked out, you know? Yeah. I don't Definitely, know. Definitely, that is... If that isn't a sign from the universe, I don't know what is. But, yeah, I know, you know. yeah, you might you might be right, yeah. Yeah. You got a new car as well. Oh, to add insult to injury. <laughs>
now you're up to date on the home of PJ and Jim. Waking up happy weekdays from 6am, this is Classic Hits. Good stuff, thank you indeed. Tara, how are you this morning? Good, it's been a very entertaining Hasn't morning so been? far. I mean, we've managed to cram a lot into that first we, half we hour, have, haven't we? and to be honest, I got the best of it because yeah. I actually got to see him coming in the, the door. Vision. I was going, I was going to, to, to let him in. When not only did he, he manage to make his own way in the door and remember the coat, he then cycled through the office <laughs> <laughs> and parked his bike. He up was in a there. hurry. He was in a hurry. Clearly. So he was basically cycling the corridors. He was he? cycling the corridors. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. You were such a. And he had he got his full go faster hair on, or did uh, he have his helmet on? No, 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 no. Actually, helmet. There you go. Helmet. Your, body, your motorbike helmet. I thought maybe you might have still been in your motorbike gear. Oh my God! Will you stop? <laughs> I, had, I was in a rush. I was I was an absolute hazard on the way in. But now, I, was, I was going. To, I was just going to make that point. Not only did you not have a cycling helmet, you'd no high vis on you. Oh. I had no lights. I had no nothing. I was oh. like, I was like the dark shadow. <laughs> I was a man in, in need of necessity. I had not. I, I couldn't do anything. Only just jump and go. Uh, yeah, I know. <sighs> Amazing. I, I, and I can't pull the front brake because it jams the wheel. <laughs> so I can't. You know, I, for most of the journey, I had no lights, no high vis, no helmet, and so no brakes. You, you were just basically side going. Get out! Away. Yeah, thankfully there's no one out there at that time. Jeepers. I mean, it was an oh absolutely hazardous what trip. Would, what would you have paid to see that? Well, listen, I have to say, even, I, just, even, a, just, even just the performance here in the office on the bike, was, was, I would have paid yeah. money for. I, I, think, I think I'm going to have to get in touch with uh, Dublin City Council or something, see if there's any, like, you know, CCTV footage of that journey. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the greatest video ever. Oh, God. This is right. It's, it's all because I was slagging you yesterday. That's, That's what it, it is. You see, it, karma's a terrible thing, PJ. It's really not fair. Karma is the opposite of fair. <laughs> no, karma is fair. You know what I mean? You were dishing out all that, oh, abuse. Yeah, like and I said. And all of a sudden, life just turns around and goes, hang on there a second, big man. Driving around in your fancy Teslas and all that. I'll put manners on you. Yeah, like I said, it's not fair. <laughs> Whitney Houston, of course, I want to dance with somebody 22 minutes to 7 o'clock. A little later than we would normally do it, but in fairness, events overtook us somewhat this morning. Somewhat, yeah, mm. that's very true. Dear, oh dear, almighty. Uh, a bit, a bit later than normal. Uh, we're about to do the celebrity birthdays, all right? So look, at this could be the moment. This could be where your look changes. You've had a bit of a dodgy start to the morning. I've had a dicky day. This is I've where it could day. all suddenly go right. Okay. Right. Let's let's hope for now, it. Now, the only thing I would I'll say is... If I get it right, I'm going to rub your nose in it. <laughs> like, there's no tomorrow. I mean, there's going to be on, there's going to be unbridled cel- gloating and celebrating. It's not an amazing collection of birthdays. I don't care. That's, that's not... Sometimes that works in your favour. And in fairness, we're, we'll get one in the bag early doors... Because it's a significant birthday to start, right? So you're right. dealing with you're dealing with a zero in here, okay? And it's the birthday of Hollywood star Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, right? Who um, I have to say, I don't really get. I don't get either. I, no. He's supposed to be one of those all American sort of boy next door nice guy fellas or whatever. Yeah, and um, um, the ladies love him and everything, and you know all that sort of stuff. And he's been in, you know, La La Land. And oh, hold on, I'm thinking of a different fella altogether. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking of your man of hosted America's Got Talent. Seacrest, right? You're thinking Seacrest. of Ryan Seacrest, yeah. Well, yeah, they're, they're yeah. very similar, aren't they? There's now, a like, certain element of it. Well, there's the Ryan for a start. Yeah. But they have they both have that sort of head, the sort of college boy, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the American college boy in the movie head, you know what I mean? Yeah. This is me trying to justify everything. I'm already going wrong on this. This I have some <laughs> chance, don't I? 
of getting out of this predicament I put myself in. But the Ryan Gosling thing, like, he's a bit... I mean, like, I haven't seen The Notebook. That's the famous one, isn't it? That's the weepy that everybody apparently Yeah, I knows. haven't seen that haven't either, seen that. yeah. Um, I did attempt to watch a bit of La La Land. I wouldn't be my thing. Uh, I saw the first... Car dancing bit. Yes. Like, yeah. Is there anything good on? <laughs> uh, I gotta say, Rob, well, he's a significant parent. He's 40. Yes, he is. Yes. yes. So there's one in the bag. Right, we're gonna stick with the Hollywood stars. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Oh, she's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, she's pretty fantastic. Now, again, I don't know huge. I mean, I know that she was apparently fantastic in Les Mis. I haven't seen that. Yeah, nor I, I have to confess. No, but that's the another movie one version. of them where they're all, they're singing through the movie. Like, if I wanted to sing, I would be listening to me walk, man. Yeah. Um, but I did see her in, um, she was Catwoman. Well, she wasn't officially Catwoman, but a sort of a Catwoman character yeah. in The Dark Knight Rises. That's right. I love all those movies. Yeah, you're really into them. I do like me Batman, especially you the, you know, from the, from the kind of, you know, I like the Christian Bale ones. I wasn't mad about the... Hello, Mel. The earlier ones. Oh, the, with uh, Michael Keaton. Yeah, I kind of like. Now, I did like that the first one. The I first thought Michael that was Keaton. Great, yeah. I didn't particularly love it now when Val Kilmer and George Clooney no, and all that. No, started no, doing no. It. You're right, yeah. yeah. No, you got Christian to... Bale. When he, you know, and then obviously the you know um, uh, having the likes of uh, what's his name, Tom Hardy in it. Brilliant, yeah. And before that, Heath Ledger. And the new the Batman movie, The Joker, when the Batman's not even in it. Yeah. It's still part of that franchise. Joaquin Phoenix, brilliant. That's fantastic. Brilliant, yeah, brilliant movie. But don't watch it the last thing before you go to bed. Good <laughs> Lord. I mean, seriously, there is no there is no happiness in that movie. Also, yeah, apparently she was in another movie I haven't seen. She was in Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, that's, that's a brilliant film, actually, yeah. Right. Um, oh, God, what age is she, though? She's... Oh. One of them ones, it's very hard putting it. Could be any age. Yeah, 48. Harsh, dude, harsh. Really? She's 38. Oh, good June. <laughs> it's just those movies, are, some of them were quite a while ago, you know. In fairness, Brokeback Mountain's not, not yesterday. No, that's like, that must be nearly yeah. 20 years old. Yeah. Actually, now that you mention it, I'm kind of surprised by that as well, 38. Oh, yeah, I'm very surprised. Well, there you go. Obviously, I'm surprised. I'm the one that said it was 10 years old. <laughs> right. Now, this is where it gets a little bit, you know, shaky. Okay. But nonetheless, a legend in the music world. It is the birthday of Neil Young. Neil Young? Yes. Oh, jeepers, right. Of Crosby, Crosby Stills, Nash & Young. And obviously, Neil Young in his own right. In them. And, um, you know, I just know that sort of Neil. stuff. I didn't know he was ever in a band or such. Crosby well, Stills, it was more, Nash a collabor- Young. more a collaboration. Crosby Stills, Nash and Young. Uh, yeah, as if they're, I mean, God. I know a DJ once, right? This is absolutely true. In, in a past life, in a past radio station, yeah. a DJ once referred to Crosby Stills, Nash and You because basically the paper wasn't wide enough. <laughs> oh, you're joking. So he just, yeah, he didn't know the name of the band, so he just called them Crosby, Crosby St- Stills, Nash and You <laughs> because the NG was cut had off. been cut off. Oh. It, to be fair, I would make him... That, to me, that's not... I would even count it as a mistake. Oh, God, that's what's written on the page. It's someone else's fault. <sighs> uh, anyway, legend, uh, big, big... I mean, a real... I was going to say a cult following. I don't mean it like that, but, you know, like, die-hard fans. Die-hard fans, Big, yeah. big Neil Young fans. Oh, right. I'm, well, he... Oh, 64. 75. Oh, Jesus, I'm so far. Everything today is a disaster. It's been a shaky start. Everything You're okay. today is You're okay. an absolute wobbling... Now, I'm not really sure how this next one might go on that basis. Right. Do you know the name of Les McKeown? What is that now? Okay. Les McKeown was the lead singer of the Bay City Rollers. Oh, <laughs> 
I tell you, slightly before my time. Yeah, but come on, number ones and eleven top twenty singles. And... They were they were number one when I was the day I was born. I remember. I remember. You know, you know the way you can do that. I think oh I'm, yeah, yeah. The, um, uh, what do you know? You, what year were you born? Seventy five. Yes, you were. Yeah, you're right. They yeah, were number one. They were. Yeah. Bye bye, baby. The day I was born, they were number one. Wow. You know the way you can do that? You can put in put number one on the day you were born, whatever, and that's and it. it. Was the Bay City Rollers saying goodbye? Actually, yeah. So you yeah. were coming into the world and they were singing Bye Bye Baby. Bye Bye Baby, <laughs> Baby Bye Bye. I only just got here. Oh, no, it's great, isn't it? The day I was adopted. Bye Bye Baby, Bye Bye Bye. Oh, well, surely then there's a synergy with that. You know, you must be a, a secret fan of the Bay City Rollers. I definitely am not. <laughs> I feel like they were mocking me on, my, on the day of my arrival onto the planet. Yeah, uh, that is har- that's a harsh welcome. I'd isn't have to it? Say. Yeah, I gotta say the Bay City Rollers. Uh, when you know, what's a man's name? Les McKeown. Les McKeown. He's like eighty three. <laughs> it's not a great morning. Oh is Oh my god! How he's f- he's sixty five. What a jackass <laughs> of a man! Right, come on, look at we yeah. can save this. We can save this, buddy. Right, we can save this. You're a big Olympics fan. Oh no, you do love kill. the Olympics. This is like this is getting like Formula okay. One now. And you'll know your historic, you know, Olympic moments. Yeah? Go on, yeah. The first ever gymnast to be awarded oh. a perfect score. Right. Of 10. The one and only Nadia Comaneci. The first ever. She got the perfect 10. Per- and, perfect 10. And if you see her routine now compared to what gets a four yeah. these days. She just basically walked on, stayed in a straight line. Two forward rolls. <laughs> Uh, that's terrible, isn't it? The no, woman, she was the a, woman was so ahead of her amazing. time. Amazing, yeah, yeah. Extraordinary, yeah. a huge historic event. Naturally. That was huge, and it's yeah. not as long ago as you would imagine. Sure, it wasn't. It was. Uh, oh, she, she's uh, probably not that old. Of fifty-five. Oh, not bad. Fifty-nine. Oh, fifty-nine. I told you, you'd sugars, pull it back at the end. Sugars, fat off. Anyway, I still hate the Bay City Rollers. If you don't mind me saying. You know what I mean? Perfect 10. I wouldn't get a perfect 10 for me. Perfect, perfect built up the back of the trousers. Guaranteed Irish Thin Lizzy's Dancing in the Moonlight here at Classic Hits. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim on this Thursday, 12th of November, Friday's Eve. The eve of Friday the 13th. A day when some people encounter terrible bad luck, PJ. Oh my Friday God. Friday the 13th. I'm telling you, I've always said Friday the 13th, the actual day, is a really good day, a lucky day for me. Because, you know, the sort of tattoo people always do. Yeah. I've the number 13 tattooed on me, though. Obviously, that means that Thursday the 12th. Every other day is yeah, terrible. Thursday the 12th, the Saturday the 14th, and every other day around oh. it is a disaster waiting to happen. If you're just joining us, it was, a little, it was, a, it was an unusual start, an unconventional start oh. to the show today. PJ had a few problems um, in the motor uh, department. His motorbike didn't start, so he had to cycle in, and then he didn't couldn't understand how to get in the door because of the code and stuff. So it was all a bit of a shaky start. It was, and but we're a, okay now. And in an act of further humiliation, Magic Mike, who is fire officer <laughs> of the building, is currently going through CCTV footage to uh, try and humiliate the moron who arrived on two wheels. It's today. important to, that all of the facts are revealed, I think, in these yeah. situations. Now, it's just ten past seven. Normally, of course, we would very... Well, I'd say very, very, very rarely we ever talk about soaps very on this particular rare. show, now, to be honest with you. But as you probably heard with uh, Tara in the news headlines earlier on, uh, there's a world record about to be handed out to one of the actors from Coronation Street. Remember last week on CSI we were talking about the man, the postman? 
Yeah. For Money Gall, was it? Who never missed a day in 40-odd years. And he was giving his uh, Lifetime Achievement Award by Post and Telecom. Whatever it was then, they were called. Yeah. Irrelevant information, just saying you're in the halfpenny place. Because Coronation Street legend Bill Roach, who has been in the show since day one, 60 years. This show celebrates 60 years on air on, this, on the 9th of December. That's incredible. So it's the it? longest running soap opera, if not the longest running TV show in the world. And he's been there since the very start. Yeah, because he's, he's about 80 odd now, is he? He's 88. He's wow. 88 years old and still going I'll tell strong. you something, looks well on it. He does, yeah, doesn't he? In fairness to him. Like, he really does. You know, and can you imagine how much people were laughing at him 60 years ago? And he goes, I've got to be an actor. <laughs> There's my generic English voice. I was just going to uh, say, he doesn't, it's, it's, not, it's not the best Ken Barlow I've ever he goes, heard, he goes, but you know. He goes, I've got to be an actor. <laughs> got to strap the stuff in the bulge, you see? So I've got to do my thing. Imagine, and all his mates and his family must have been going, listen, the war has just ended. <laughs> You know, we're just out. We're just, we've only just beaten the Germans. Would you not get a real job? <laughs> we've only just chased them journeys back to where they came from. And now you're saying you want to be an actor. You know, they're building a wall in Berlin in a few years from now. And the, you know, uh, the, and he's, the uh, weird thing about it is, as you'll well know, being an actor yourself, is the fact that one of the things that most people associate with acting is the fact that it's such an... Um, uh, uh, you know, a kind of a, a, a it's something you can't rely on. Can't it's such an up and down profession. You never know when your next paycheck. Is so coming. you know, un, you can't predict what's likely to happen, and never. you know when a part might come, when it not come. You can't you can't rely on it. There's no steadiness to yeah, it. Yeah, you get a job and you go, well, that will feed me for twelve weeks, and then back to the grind we go. Nobody gets a job for sixty years. This man literally got a pensionable job for si- yes, a pensionable job <laughs> out of acting. I managed to turn that into a pensioner bubble. Uh, yeah, job Isn't for sixty years. Sixty years, like the only mo- way most actors can serve, like get a pension, is if they get one huge job that gives them millions, mm. and then even if they never work again, which a lot of actors never work again, then they at least have a stockpile of cash that they can uh, that they can lie on. This guy's beaten all the odds, and um, now it's a world record officially. He uh, he just got the world record. He landed the world record himself as being the longest ro- working actor in one particular show. Never mind the show being the longest show. He's got his own one now. Incredible. Uh, he says, "I've been very fortunate to have been in this wonderful program, which has carried me into this world record and a lifetime of memories." It's a very quaint, isn't it? And lovely yeah. sort of. It's quite a lovely way, quite an actor's way of saying it. Yeah, it is. Oh, yes. So many good friends and so many great memories. But it's an opportunity missed, isn't it? Like, you know what I mean? I'd like to just say to all the people who tired, I would never get a career out of acting. Go stuff it up your wagon. I'd love to, you know, I'd like to say, Mr. Murphy, you know, who used to be my teacher in school, who was giving out to me that I wasn't trying hard enough in World War II. (laughs) Yes, go go stuff it. I'm not sure it's all the way back to World War II, but is it? Are you joking? That was only 30 years ago, man. <laughs> uh, so, he goes... Yeah. Si- to my drama teacher, who said I'd amount to nothing. Yeah, who told me that acting is only for the workplace, so you can get better rations. Go stuff yourself. <sighs> uh, he can stay, he says, 60 years later, I can safely say, the many hundreds of people that have worked tirelessly and dedicate- dedicatedly on the show have proved... That prediction staggeringly wrong 
that this show would never last. Wow. There you go. What a great quote. Brilliant. So that's it. Yeah, but it does beg the question, what's the longest anyone out there maybe has been in the one job? Yeah, because, I mean, like, similar to acting, this profession doesn't really lend itself to longevity. Well, I'm bad Apart on. from the, you know, the great Larry Gogan or whatever, or maybe the odd, like a Terry Wogan or whatever. There's not that many, you know, in a gaybo. Yeah. There's not many that kind of, you know, stay there really, the really Fenton long. Was maybe one of them. Yeah, yeah but there's not. I, I'm exactly a 10% of of what um, Bill Roach is. <laughs> I've done six years and I'm delighted. I, I, like, I, t- I can't believe I got away with it, you know. So we're going to go you, and nobody, search. Nobody else can. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a few raised eyebrows around yeah. about that. Especially yeah. Jim. He's yeah. the one who sees me every day. That's the one that uh, started to serve me the most. <laughs> so listen, we're going to go in search of Ireland's longest serving employee this morning, right? So that's what we're putting out there. If you have been in the same job, now, not the same profession, right? If you're jumping around different no, companies. No, no. Well, Jim if- would win his hands down then. <laughs> he was Is around. Is this going to be an old gag about Marconi and inventing radio and everything? It's not. It was going to be. I remember Jim on his 21st birthday. It must have been amazing when you were on the radio going, Hitler has invaded Poland. I knew there was going to be an old gag. The Czech Republic <laughs> has, very has near, fallen. Has fallen. <laughs> Hitler right. has invaded Poland. Will you stop slagging me for Please a moment? Please go to your local cinema for an update <laughs> from Pathé News. Here, come out, boys, now. <laughs> right, so listen, that's what we're looking for. 87 We're looking for Ireland's longest-serving employee, if you think you qualify. Uh, there might be an ugly mug in it. I tell you, Magic Mike looks particularly generous. He's in good form today. I think he's happy just to not be... On the Nile Boylan show at the moment. Oh, and Mike's in great form because I got him out of bed early to tell him I'd be late. And then ah. by the time he got here, I was already here because I forgot to say I'll be 10 minutes late. Excellent. Not like so, you to miscommunicate. No, no. Not like me to drag somebody out of bed needlessly early when they have to work two shifts. <laughs> Why would I do that to anybody? 087-188-0008. Share and believe here at Classic Hits. 18 and a half minutes past seven on this Thursday. Friday's Eve, 12th of November. 087-188-0008. It was, uh, we're going in search of... Basically the Ireland's longest serving employee this is off the back of uh, William Roach Bill Roach from Coronation Street going into the Guinness Book of World Records for the longest serving actor in a show in a show in, in, in any show in yeah, any it's show. a soap opera but it looks like it's gone it is pretty much if it's I mean, Incredible. if it's Coronation Street, it's probably Actually, it's the longest running one ever. Just as a little aside, um, somebody texted in to say, and now I've bloomin' lost it. Why does that always happen? Oh, there it is. Yeah, just a quick one, Jim. Uh, Bill Roach's son, Linus. You know that we were talking about Batman for some reason earlier yeah. on? I can't remember. Oh, because of Anne Hathaway. But anyway, um, Bill Roach's son, Linus, played Michael Wayne in Batman Begins. I had no idea. There you go. My, I, don't, I, I didn't even know there was a character called Michael Wayne. Is that the father, though? Is that Bruce's father? Is that the guy who probably only just probably only appears in it for? I don't know. Having a rash. I'm assuming. Michael Wayne. I mean, you, t- you think you're getting cast in Batman? You'd be there going, Michael Wayne. Right? Is he the fella who drives around the butler, or who is he? <sighs> right. Uh, okay. Well, by the way, the same person who texted who was that that texted in? Let me just find out who that is because they also said Stephen. This is two weeks ago. Pat Tuhi retired from Minicon in Shannon. After 43 years in the job. Good Lord. That's impressive. That's really good going there. That's the type of thing you'd be looking for, isn't it? 43 years. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, because you know the way years ago, that was normal. The job for life was the normal thing. 
you always wanted to get a job for life. So you get into a, a bank or you get into maybe Guinnesses or something was always known for it. Yeah. But that's all, it feels like that's long gone now, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, here's one. My husband, Anthony Hogan, is working for Dunn Stores for 40 years. Uh, that was uh, like October 2020 is when he was 40 years. Wow. In Dunn Stores. That's amazing. Which is pretty impressive. That's some going all right. 40 years in Dunn Stores. I yeah. mean... I, I, I get off sweaty now after 40 minutes in the supermarket. Oh, jeez. <laughs> this is getting very hard. Uh, morning, guys. Most farmers are uh, work their own farms, so they end up growing up and running them, so they could be 50 years, maybe more. That's a very good point. Yeah, so farmers always seem to qualify. Not, I ne- never would have crossed my mind. Once again, the farmers of Ireland overlooked, of course. Yeah. Um, Elf Terry's 14 years in his job. I don't know why he's looking for credit for that. 14 years. <laughs> Unreal. So your football team didn't win a trophy for nearly twice that. Finno and Fox Rock have been uh, being in the same company for 33 years, but not the same job. So the same company. Oh, do you know what that is? Finno's rising to the top. Rising to get. Started off on the bottom rung of the ladder. Now he runs the joint. Fair play to him. Rising to the level of his own incompetence. (laughs) It's what I've always wanted to do. Well done, Finno. Well done. Right. <laughs> Not bad, though. I suppose we could technically. Um, lads, uh, Maureen Grant worked in the Olympia Theatre Bar for so long, they named it Grant's That's Bar. That's right. I forgot all about it. She was an amazing woman. She's I met a, her loads of times in there. Says Katie in Dublin. That is right, yeah. She, what so a fantastic woman she was. Oh, she was there forever. And there's pictures of her on the walls with... Um, Oh my God, Everyone. like all the greats. Like um, Sharon has been on to say, I work in a factory in Ennis and there's a man working there or here uh, for 48 years and five months. Actually, he retired in February. So he was there for 48 years and five months. And was he, was he a good attender now? Because that's the other part, you know. You know the way, like, there'll be people that have been in the same job for years and years, but you, you mightn't see very much of them. Yeah. Not that I'm suggesting that now about this person. I, I'm not saying that at all. Craig's been on um, to say there's twins in the North Strand in Dublin City Council Waste Management that are there for 40 years and counting. Oh, wow. That is amazing. Pat and Vinny. Go on, Pat and Vinny. Fair play 40 years they've been working for Dublin City Council. I suppose. Does anyone know they're Mind twins? You, for- 40 or is years. it just the same they keep sending one in on one day and the other in the other day how much actual work would you do for Dublin City Council in 40 years at least 20 years worth <laughs> that's what I was thinking yeah, yeah. at least um, what about this I'm working at Irish Fine Art Plaster Work for 31 years next month I, what is that called Irish Fine Plaster Irish Fine Art Plaster Work 31 years. I have no idea what that is, but fair play. 31 years of good old innings. Fair play to him. Look at him. Spending a lifetime so, in the same job. But we so don't look, know Ma- Magic Mike is going to have to officiate on this. He's going to have to go through this and find out who's top so far. I, I'm, am I right in thinking? Well, obviously, there's that lady from the Olympia. We don't know how long that is. That's a long time that we oh, think. Oh, that's so. We'll have, so... To, we'll have to get a number on that. But f- at the moment, I'm thinking 48 years, five months. Is that the longest one we've read out so far? I think, yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah. so that's what we're looking to top. 087-188-0008. If you are, in your opinion, the longest serving employee, if you've worked for the same company uh, or done the same job, or whatever, yeah, no, same company, I think, is the way to go, isn't it? Same company. Yeah, because yeah. you, you might change your role, but it's the same job. Exactly. You, you did one interview, essentially. So if you're, if you're working for the same company for... A phenomenal length of time. Let's see if we can find Ireland's longest serving employee. Oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight. There she goes from the Laz here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thank you for that. Uh, almost twenty two minutes to eight o'clock. As I say, we've exclusively exclusively revealed 
that if you want to get a head start, get a sneak peek, listen to the brand new hit bit that officially won't be unveiled until tomorrow with Magic Mike here on the show. You can get it on PJ and Jim's After Show show. So wherever you get your podcasts or on the Classic Hits Facebook page or on the uh, PJ and Jim YouTube channel, uh, you'll hear it there if you want to go and check it out before we play tomorrow. Uh, right, listen, more more of these um, employees, long-serving employees are coming in. Yes. How long are we going to leave this open? Is this going to run for the show? Oh, are we just leaving it for this hour? I think we might be at the end. I think, I think somebody got a winner very early on. Really? Yeah, because... Now, the other thing we, ha- we need to clarify, and Magic Mike obviously will have to be the official adjudicator, Stokes, Kennedy, Crowley, all that. All yes, this. of course, yeah. Uh, so whether, should they be in current employment? Or is it just somebody who had been... Oh, I would just say if you've done the time. Oh, right, yeah, so you, you don't have excluded. to be currently there. Be well, I better bring, I'll just bring Magic Mike in here as our independent observer. Um, so are you, are you insisting on currently being in the employment, Michael? I don't think so, no. No, just having served? I think you have served. but Have are, served. Are still around enjoying the fruits of your labour. Exactly. Okay, right. So st- st- still with us. Still alive. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Excellent. Yeah. Well done. Thank you for that. Right, some of the ones we got in. Um, uh, my fa- This is from a guy called uh, Jack Fogarty in Kerry. He says, my father Patsy was with the same family company for 58 years. That is uh, that is outrageously amazing. And another man was in that same company for 56 years, right? Then we had this from uh, Martin the Milkman in Limerick. Started when he was 16. He's 78 now and still working. Good Lord. So what's that? That's 62. That's- 62 years and still counting. That's unreal. That's isn't impressive. It? That's right up there. That's and not bad at all. I don't think we're going to beat Maureen Grant, though. Maureen Grant of the Olympia. Right. So, according to the Olympia's website, right? Mm-hmm. So, I'm just looking at the website. Maureen started uh, as a bar girl in the Olympia Theatre in 1949 to do a three week position. 68 years, it says. Still working and refusing to retire. So she's still going at 68? That, according to their website, it says 68 that's, years. That's impressive. Of work. That's, that sounds, that to me is, uh, that's unbelievable. Yeah, that might take some beating now, to be fair. Pictures of her all over the place with like, um, with some of the most famous I'm, people ever. I'm really surprised Larry about the amount of people you know. who are like working in jobs. For not the amount of people here who are fifty years plus, it's mad, isn't it? In their jobs, and Collie there I mean, just from the Ireland Lights, never last seven that long. years. He's been there. Yeah. I never last that long. Oh my God, you joking me? Yeah. I've been here for six years. I'm knackered. I cycled the bike today. I think it's time to retire. <laughs> right? Yeah, Collie, fifty odd years. Uh, thirty seven. Thirty seven. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Right. And actually, speaking of which, uh, Pat Brown was on your mate. Oh yeah, the Demon Butcher of Old Crumlin Town. There, Brown's Butchers. He's been in it for forty one years. You're joking me? Yeah, sure, forty one years. Congratulations, uh, being Pat a butcher. Brown. And Unbelievable. Listening to Marcy, and he ke- and not only does he run the butchers, but he keeps the bookies and the pubs going as well. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So that's fair play to him. And I mean, that's a. Yeah. There's not many people can keep a whole town going on their indulgences. And I think, fair play to you, you, you lunatic, you. You know what I mean? If it wasn't, you know, that, that's. Oh. Oh, it's great. Uh, so it's fair play to, to, to Mr. Pat some People stay the course, don't they? There's loads of them people coming in. They're all in that sort of like. There's another one. Some uh, Jerry started an Irish rail. Uh, 47 years later, he's still going strong. Uh, he started when he was only 15 years old. That's impressive. That, that is amazing, yeah. Yeah. One of the men in my company retired a few years ago after 60 years. He remembered JFK's uh, motorcade driving by our company's old offices on St. Stephen's Green. Imagine that. Isn't that? Like, that is... 
I mean, well, like, living history stuff. I, I'm, I, that's the first time I've been dumbstruck when someone's telling me about their job. I remember JFK walking down there. What? <laughs> yeah, he was out there. He went into the spa over there and he got a breakfast roll. Everybody was saying. Uh, come here, listen. The, um, so we we're, talk- sa- we're basically saying that Maureen Grant... Is the sixty-eight years? At sixty-eight is the, uh, that's the one to beat. Sixty-eight years in the job seems to be the one to beat. Yeah, right, okay. I don't know if anyone so look, can do that. We we'll leave it open for a little while longer. How long do you want to let it run, Mike? You want to let it run the show or just the? Uh, nah, just uh, to the end of the hour. Eight o'clock, right? Okay, we'll, we'll, so we'll put it out there. Till, we'll leave it open for a little while longer till around about eight o'clock. And uh, if anybody thinks they can beat sixty-eight years in the same job to become Ireland's longest-serving employee. And win, well, we're not sure quite what you'll win, but Magic Mike will come up with something. 087 Hey, Just a curiosity, what is the longest you've ever been in a job? Well, does stand-up comedy count? Because well, it... Well, that, that'd be wor- well, it is working for yourself, I suppose. PJ Gallagher, Incorporated. Entertainment Limited. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. That's the lot. If, if, if that counts, I don't know if it yeah. counts. But then that's going on. It's nearly 25 years. I actually think... I think this... That job might be the longest I'm in. How long am I here? In Classic Hits? Yeah. Well, I don't know. When Too did they long. invent the microphone? I did like it's a while. Classic Hits. Movie Classic, uh, Iron Cara, Flashdance. What a feeling here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim, nine minutes to eight o'clock. Another reminder, of course, normally we'd be playing the hit, but around about now it was one. On Monday, 4,400 euro handed out. Moonlight Shadow from Mike Oldfield and Maggie Riley was the song. And uh, so that was one on Monday. And a brand new one, of course, is officially on the way. It will be unveiled by Magic Mike on this very show around about this very time uh, tomorrow morning. But we have exclusively revealed there is a way of getting a sneak peek. Of which? The, the, the hit bit. Yeah. Yes, there is. It's a, a podcast. The After Show Show. I was there. And when we were recording, to be quite honest with you, I didn't really hear it because my headphones weren't working. So apparently, according to Jim, there's a sneak peek of it. As far as I know, he was just saying it was happening and no one heard it. I'm going to put that out there. Trust me, it's out there. If you want to get a bit of a head start, a 24-hour head start, Mm. you can check it out. Uh, Wherever you get your podcasts, you'll find PJ and Jim's After Show Show. It's on our uh, YouTube channel, PJ and Jim's YouTube channel, and it's on the Classic Hits Facebook page. Now, um, he says it's there. I'll be honest, I was there. I never heard it. But I pretended I did. Right, so there you go. Uh, that's how you get the sneak peek ahead of the game before Magic Mike officially reveals it tomorrow around about this time on the show. Now, we did um, go through the I'm a Celebrity uh, lineup for this year. We, we were talking a little bit about the changes they've had to make. Obviously, the biggest one being the fact they're not in Australia, they're in Wales. And, you know, they've had to do things a little differently this year, for, just like everybody else, for obvious reasons. And you might wonder, like, a lot of television shows weren't getting made because of the restrictions. Yeah, and... So how do you work around it? Exactly. And we've also been talking this morning about how long people have lasted in their jobs. So I'd like to ask you, Jim McCabe, yes. or anyone else, how long would you last if they brought this in in your job? So on the set of I'm a Celeb, uh, within ITV, they're taking no chances with the coronavirus and all of that, and they're fitting what is known as proximity buzzers to every single person working on the set. So you have to wear a proximity buzzer. And if you come within two metres of anybody else in the set, they start flashing and buzzing and setting off an alarm, in which means you have to back off until the alarm stops going off oh and the buzzer God. starts going off. Ah, here. Come on. Like, you know, we're all doing our best and all. But sometimes there does be people talking. You have to go to the toilet and everything. Like, the last thing you want to be doing is going into the toilet and then all of a sudden they, uh, alarms are flying off and you're going, I'm sorry, I did. it was one metre point eight on... I was literally just trying to get past for, to go for the wee. 
It, it's a yeah. I or if don't you're in know. the if you're in the next cubicle, or or if the one even one down from that. If that's within two meters, yeah. oh my god, you're in there doing. So you'll be business. going in, and alarms will be. Oh, mind you, alarms go off sometimes when you go in, but that's different. The but yeah, the, I those would, are timers. <laughs> I would have thought now that you'd nearly have been a. I was almost expecting you to be a fan of this. The no. idea that you would actually know when somebody was invading your personal space. Yeah, but like I think the fact that you can for a second, you know, for a second, I, of course, if you're going to be breaking the rules deliberately and hanging around yeah. and sharing fags out the back or something like that, and you're making life difficult than everybody. But like these people are going into work, right? They get tested twice a week anyway. They get a COVID test, a rapid COVID test. Yeah. If they are, if they positive or anyone that's you know their contacts, they are all swept off the set. They're doing all of that. People seem to be observing the rules. But somebody said, you know, some health and safety person says, not enough. We need everybody to be alarmed. Everyone has to have an alarm on them. And when that alarm goes off, they have to be, you know, reprimanded or whatever yeah. else. It's very embarrassing. It's not fair. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, it would have been second. It would have been way less embarrassing if they had used that system that was being used outside that bar in Germany or wherever it was, where, where they had to wear those hats with the giant inflatable you know foam logs on their head God. and the other place in Belgium <laughs> that had the baby walkers that you sat into it like you know those walkers yeah, the children that would have been much better wouldn't it <laughs> be even harder to go to the Jackstone well that's that is you know, true yeah. to, to be fair but that I don't know true. people are like look at us in here for example yeah. we're like a lot of workplaces where everything is taken very seriously hand sanitizer everywhere we're all in three different com- one two three we're four different complete different workspaces yeah. can't talk to each other unless we're on a microphone it's all that sort of crack. But every so often, yeah. one of us may be making a cup of tea <laughs> and somebody passes by. It yeah. takes one second. It would be absolutely completely unnecessary yeah. for alarms. <laughs> intruder, intruder, get out of my space. I mean, it does feel like that is a touch too much. Maybe. Yeah. Absolutely. But like that. Now, the more you see, you've done it again. The more I talk about it now, the more I'm convinced it's a good idea. PJ and Jim in the morning. Wake up happy. Guaranteed Irish U2's pride in the name of love here at Classic Hits. Nine minutes past eight o'clock. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim on this Thursday, 12th of November, Friday's Eve. Head of a big Friday, of course. Uh, we're going to reveal the brand new hit bit on the show tomorrow. But as we've said earlier on, you can get a sneak peek. A little early listen, 24 hours ahead of everybody else. If you uh, check out PJ and Jim's after show show on your podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, or the uh, Classic Hits Facebook page or the PJ and Jim YouTube channel. So that's out there. We've got the breakfast table quiz on the way for this hour. But first... Do you know what this is? It's the toy show. The Late Late Show. The Late Late Show. Now, why would we be playing the theme from the Late oh, Late yeah. Show? Of course, yeah. Of course, it all rings a bell. Yeah. I may have had an incident this morning. I may have had an incident on the on the way in on my uh, my commute. Didn't go as planned, basically. Yeah, just in case you weren't with us. If you're somebody who doesn't get an opportunity to join us until later on in the show, if you're not here right from the very start at 6 o'clock, you may not be aware. PJ had a little bit of a shambles. Jeepers. Attempting to get to work today. I mean, uh, basically what happened was that your bike gave up the ghost and your motorcycle gave up the ghost. My motorbike didn't decided it wasn't going to play ball. It was perfect yesterday. I was out late yesterday. I was out doing a show and all. Yeah. I was out driving a car for the wow. television show. You must miss that, the old driving of a car. Reliable car. Especially when you technically own a Batmobile and 
and you lent it to somebody else. The fact that you now have a Batmobile <laughs> is, what, is what's giving me the extra kick in the trousers here. So my, car, my car's gone, right? I gave yeah. the car to someone else, thinking I had no need for it. Woke up this morning, after being out on my bike yesterday, uh, and uh, it was being perfect, it wouldn't start this morning. And the right. problem is, it takes me ages. I get into all the gear, I push the bike out onto the road so it doesn't disturb the neighbours. It's only then, and only then, I start the motorcycle. It wouldn't start. I said, God, I have to get out with all the gear now. I'm you were getting a very specific sound effect from it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was like. It's just clicking. I was like, oh my God, this thing is wrecked. Now, bear in mind, this is the motorbike that was serviced, fully serviced, just two weeks ago, I believe. Was it was two weeks ago? I don't know what's going on with this machine, right? This machine right. has decided to work against me. So The, the motor- brakes are screeching on it now and all. The motorcycle gave up the ghost, so we had to resort to uh, the old pedal power. I, we did, because I've no car, so I, anyway, I was like, what'll I do? He dragged out his old bike, which he hasn't sat on in quite a while. A, a very long time. Oh, my God. I sat on it. It's like a blade on my bum, right? <laughs> right. I sat on it, so I was there. I jumped on the bike, text Magic Mike, I'm going to be late. I'm on, I'll figure, I'm going to be late, I'm on the way. Like yeah. I, I rang Jim then as I was jumping onto the bicycle. Listen, I'm going to be, I'm in the wind and I'm going to be very late. To which Jim said absolutely nothing and just couldn't stop laughing. I just thought it was hilarious. And then I got here. I, I, amazingly, I arrived just in time to do the first bit of a chat for the day. Well, yeah. I, I, now, I just want to stop you there because, um, yeah, there was that. You, you did, in fairness, he did jump on the bike and he did, like, you know, pedal to his, uh, as fast as his little legs could carry him uh, on the bike and he had his go faster hair and everything when he arrived and all that sort of stuff. It was, And then he got to the, he got to the door, okay, and he, uh, well, he encountered another problem and he, and he had to ring me again. We have oh. actually... Just in case you did miss it, this is, this is what happened when he did finally arrive outside the building. It's eight minutes past six o'clock. It's not quite PJ and Jim. I'm going to see if I can do this. Hang on a second. Let me just see. Um, PJ, are you there? Yeah. Right. <laughs> right, so this basically, ladies and gentlemen, is me talking to PJ on my phone, okay? So listen, so where are you at the moment? I'm outside the bloody door. I can't get on the phone. <laughs> I'll send Tara out. So you don't know the code to the door, No. So as you can see, PJ, he was you were a bit disgruntled. Oh. You were getting grumpy and everything. I was getting grumpy and all. I was locked out. I, I haven't come in that door in so long. I don't know the code to the door. I don't know the code to His the door. His bike wouldn't work. He didn't know the code to the door. He was sweaty and grumpy. I had a very, very, le- uh, very sweaty jeans, yeah. yeah. And in fairness to Tara, she did allow him in. And if you want to see how he actually made his entrance, Magic Mike has found some uh, CCTV footage of PJ entering the office. Uh, which is worth checking out. It's up on our social media. It's up on our um, Instagram, up on our Twitter, all that sort of stuff. Facebook. You'll be able to check it out for yourself. Uh, exclusive footage of PJ entering the building, riding like the wind, it's fair to say. Yeah. Riding like the wind. Riding into the wind. That's more like it. Riding with the resistance of the wind. And not only that, the resistance yeah. of any help from Jim, who just couldn't stop laughing <laughs> and decided to put me out live on the radio <laughs> in my disgruntled state. Now that's entertainment. Robin S and Show Me Love, 18 minutes past 8 o'clock on this Thursday. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. 87 if you need to give us a shout. Uh, as a few people have, uh, lots of people actually responding to that, um, you know, your little episode this morning. 
Uh, speaking of episodes, somebody says that uh, your cycle ride sounded like one of those ones out of the Young Offenders. Oh, it was. A bit, very like that, yeah. I-, I wanted to imagine it being a bit like when they were being chased by the guard and they all had flat tires. By Sergeant Heath. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was very like that. I, I Although you were going slightly faster. Was I? You want to see the stage of me. I mean, uh, br- yeah. like, it was outrageous. There was a huge response this morning as well. A lot of people pointing out a few bits and pieces um, uh, that they were, you know, um, what was the, there was one about saying how, like, obviously, with you being sweaty when you arrived, you'd probably yes. have to steal somebody else's underpants again. I can't believe that. everything gets rubbed in my face like this. And then I was saying, because I was slagging Jim yesterday. Oh, yeah. About Because uh, Jim got a new car for himself. And I was saying his old car was, uh, you know... Yeah, you gave it a terrible time. Ah, I was just saying maybe Barney Rubble used it in the Flintstones <laughs> a couple of times. You know, things like that. And then I would talk about... Uh, you see, karma. karma came and kicked you in the bottom. And as I said earlier, karma is obviously very unfair if it affects me. Mm, naturally. You know. Yeah, and also, uh, but generally speaking, right, the, uh, the consensus seems to be uh, that most people believe you've got a battery issue. Yeah. Okay. Now, that's the, that's the general sort of consensus. I think so. I think I'm going to have to get a new battery that it's for a ba- it, yeah. Now, I just want to point it again. Because it drops with This bike nowhere. was serviced by a very well-known bike in Hey, it's not their fault. The battery's bulky. <laughs> yeah, just you, serviced, like, two weeks not, ago. I know, but they can't anyway, service the battery. So, the, battery's bo- the battery's farting itself to death. Yeah, look, he's just, I mean, if you'd have paid for the service instead of getting the, you would have gotten a decent one. That's all I'm saying. Go on, talk, God almighty, you cost me like a hundred and something. I'm not even going to say the price now because everyone's going to tell me, oh, did I have no fella who would have done that for a packet of Smarties? Now, if it's not the ba- battery, I like Lorraine's suggestion. Suggestions. She says, based on the sound you make, it sounds like your bike might have one of those creatures out of Stranger Things in it. It does. That's actually very fair. It's exactly what it was like. So maybe it's just haunted. I have a haunted bike. That's what I need, isn't it? Yeah. Two weeks after Halloween, my bike is haunted. Typical. Oh my god. Kiss from Prince. 23 minutes to 9 o'clock. Breakfast table quiz on the way. Final call if you want to get involved. Magic Mike, of course, standing by on WhatsApp 087 The score to beat to get your hands on that 500 euro voucher from Specsavers in Stillorgan. But in the meantime, uh, if you're in the car taking the kids to school or whatever you know about to drop them off, maybe, anything like that, well, try and do it the conventional way, okay? The conventional way being. You know, take them maybe to the school gate or something. Let them let them walk in to school. As opposed to the story the PJ is about to unfold. <laughs> you see, this is why I'm probably not a parent, Jim. Because I feel the French have a much better approach to this than walking them to the school. I love the way the French just bend the rules that they seem, that seem silly to them. I love that, you know. Yeah. Uh, I love the way they just ignore stupid rules, such as walking kids to the door when you can simply throw them over the wall of the school and <laughs> carry on with your day. Throw them over the wall? Yeah, school in France has now banned parents from throwing children over the six-foot fence at the back of the school when they're running late. Sacre bleu! You can do nothing anymore, Jim. Sacre bleu. Uh, Watch Why... Because they're late, that's so it's it's like bunking in nearly. Yeah, pretty much. So that's what it comes down to. So Trillard Primary School in Avignon, in southern France, have to had to put up no throwing signs, which sort of depict a child being flung by an adult over a wall. There's an, it, a, a proper printed sign with a yeah, picture and everything. Yeah, I'm looking at it here. So there's a proper printed sign. Don't like, throw your children it's like over a, the fence. It's like an adult with his arms in the air tr- and, a, and a little child flying. 
in the air and has no throwing. Um, it becomes parents have been running late. You know, the, the world getting sort of slightly back to normal in in, in parts. Uh, parents will be running late, trying to. It's hard to judge your commute now. You don't know who's going to be on the road. So instead of dropping them to the school door, they've started throwing them over the fence at the back so they don't miss the half eight deadline. Um, wow. And the notices, um, they include, you know, they tell parents. <laughs> how, how big is this fence? Six foot. They're throwing them over a six foot fence. Yeah, but you're like kids or what? Three foot, four foot. I mean, they're nimble, they're young, they're fit. And they'll toss of a child over a fence. Won't do them any harm. Surely, surely that's technically, technically illegal. Well, is, there, is, there not a, is there not a law somewhere that says throwing children over six foot fences is... Is probably not in the best interest of the child. Like I said, Jim, you can do nothing anymore. Health and safety Health gone and safety mad. Health and safety gone wild when you can't even throw your child over a fence into a school. And uh, so they have the notices also include instructions to late parents to come back at 10 a.m. or 3 p.m. when the gates are reopened. You know, just because you missed the gate opening doesn't mean you can just toss your kids over the wall. <laughs> For the love of God, the school's head teacher Sana Manziane said she's had enough of these irresponsible parents who think they can arrive whenever they want and simply throw a child over the wall as they light the cigarette and head off to work. Thinking, what are they thinking? <laughs> Inconveniencing me and my That's the most bizarre story. The way you say it there, or the way that she put it across, parents who just rock up and think they can throw a child over the wall. Yeah, but that's it. <laughs> Sounds so. Ridiculous. It's like they're talking about somebody illegal dumping or something. It is a bit like that. The, the teacher said parents are arriving after the bell and they're throwing the children over the wall. And it's literally only a matter of time, she says, before a child gets injured. Whereas the French parents are saying, Not child, not problem. Uh, you know that they, you know, much ado about nothing. I don't know, I'd have to see the wall. I can see the sign, I can see the point at the headmistress. What would, the people that haven't been interviewed here are the adults who maybe have found a smaller patch in the wall or who maybe have very robust children. Maybe some of these children are seven or eight foot tall. Maybe it's not a big deal to them. Let's get all the Unlikely, facts. you'd have to say. Unlikely, maybe. The idea of a seven or eight foot tall child. It's, I don't know, it's the south of France, they eat very well, they grow a bit quicker down there. Wow. Maybe they do have slightly uh, different ways of growing, who knows, who, has anyone ever here ever met a French person? Do we know French people are under 10 feet? I'm just saying, you need all the facts, Jim. Breakfast Table Quiz. It's time for the Breakfast Table Quiz. Win the best prize out there is... The Breakfast Table Quiz with Kilmartin Educational Services. In class or online, learn and revise safely and get ahead with Julie's CKES.ie. So we're on board this week with Specsavers in Stillorgan, who are, of course, uh, still open at the moment, uh, despite the COVID-19 restrictions. So they are open at the moment for all routine care. All you have to do is just phone them, or you can go online. If you go online to uh, specsavers.ie forward slash stores forward slash Stillorgan, you'll be able to make an appointment. So you can pop along there, as I say, phone or online uh, to make your appointment. And they are open at the moment. And while you're there, you can try out their new OCT scan, uh, which can detect eye disease up to four years in advance. Very cool piece of kit. And also, of course, not just about the eyes, the ears as well. Uh, they supply hearing aids from €750 Euro and free hearing tests 
uh, in Specsavers in uh, Stillorgan as well. They've given us a 500 euro voucher uh, for you. If you can win it, you can spend it towards the likes of glasses or contact lenses or indeed uh, hearing aids. All in Specsavers in Stillorgan, your friendly local opticians and audiologists. Yeah, there you go. It is 13, the score you need to beat, though. It is quite high. Uh, but we've had up to 17 on the show before, so mm. why not? Oh, actually, 18 one time. 18's the biggest ever, I think. Biggest ever. That yeah. was only ever done once. But we'll see what happens this morning. Larry Keegan is going to have a go. So good morning, Larry. How you going, lad? Not too bad at all, Larry. How are you getting on? Gosh, I'm struggling. Struggling for a Thursday. Struggling for a Thursday. I'm, do you know something? I'm glad to hear because you're fitting in then. You're like everybody else. <laughs> PJ just wants everybody everybody to have as bad a day as he's having so oh, far. Geez. That's basically it. Larry, any plans for... I mean, can you make plans at all for a weekend? Do you do anything with your weekends? Eh, uh, not much. I've a newborn day at home, so... Oh, my God, right, He's okay. So. Ha- hands oh. full then, look, yeah. Looking forward to having the full day with him, like, so... Good I stuff. bet, yeah, of course, yeah. so... Right, well, let's see if we can win you this 500 euro voucher, okay? We need at least 14 correct answers in the 60 seconds. More, obviously, if you can get them. So, you ready to go? Ah, shall we give it a lash? Why not? Best of luck, Larry, here we go. What is the surname of the American talk show host, Oprah? Winfrey. Who replaced Peter Gabriel as the singer of Genesis in 1975? Phil Collins. Which member of the Spice Girls was the first to release a solo album? Uh, Emma Button. It was Mel C. Debbie McGee married what famous magician? Uh, Paul Pass. Paul Daniels. According to the phrase, if a space is very small, there's no room to swing what animal? A cat. The Bram Stoker Awards are presented for what genre of literature? Uh, books. It's horror. Which film event festival is held annually on the on in May on the French Riviera? Yeah. Bloody. The Cannes Film Festival. It is. Complete the name of this TV presenter duo. Anton who? Beck. Nigella Lawson is famous for what profession? Cooking. Supermodel and actress Elle McPherson is born in what country? Uh, South Africa. Australia. Swimming, running and what other events make up a triathlon? Running and cycling. What colour is found on 75% of the world's flags? Uh, white. Red. What year did Elvis die? 87. 1977. I'm going to give you one more because of that French ridiculous <laughs> nonsense. What is the most spoken language in the world? Larry. I think Larry just, have like, we, have we Larry just Larry? left it, did he? Oh, well, i got to pretend he got that right as well, then. Larry. Mandarin Chinese, because I got it so wrong for La- him. Larry's gone on the lamb. Larry's gone on the lamb. <laughs> Oh dear oh, God, Honestly awesome. that French Riviera question Had a nasty effect on him didn't like it Yeah I know Oh my God I don't know what happened there Anyway give well, him the Mandarin Chinese Because okay. I, I messed up We'll give him that one then And he'll, got, he'll have gotten One, two, three, four, five, six, seven Correct answers seven. So didn't quite fall into place For Larry this morning But listen One more chance left uh, To try and beat that score of 13 Winner take all on a Friday If you get to the 14 The 500 euro voucher From Specsavers and Stillorgan is yours. Oh, my morning just keeps getting better, Jim, doesn't it? I what tell a you fantastic f- question that was. What a, with the French... That's because I was slagging the French in the last thing over the school. see, karma is really giving you a kicking this morning. Well, how can you be a comedian if karma's going to be real? <laughs> Where's the justice in that?